It is Wednesday, May 15th. Welcome to yet another episode of Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. I'm Mike. I'm A-Rod. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm actually in the studio this, this time. You are in the studio this time. And I actually, I enjoyed my time on the phone with you because I didn't have to look at you. You're a piece of shit. It's that type of day today. Piece of shit. It's all right. Whatever. I come to see you with the blonde beard. Can't wait. Oh, Beach Boy Blonde A-Rod over here. Yeah. Um, we have a really awesome show for you today. We are going to be discussing a lot of shit that's been going on. And we had a show on Sunday, a little mini show, a little Mother's Day show to kind of... A little Mother's Day surprise. Yeah, to kind of uh, give thanks to all the women birthing assholes. Legends. 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 Oh, you went a whole other way with that, didn't you? Um, So we have a really good show today. I'm fucking raging today. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I came into the studio. Just getting here today was just unbelievably frustrating just just getting to the studio well, today well people can't drive period it wasn't it wasn't just that it was it wasn't even it wasn't even rush hour it's not even was it's not even rush hour no getting here but i was in stop traffic getting here on a parkway that should be more lanes than it is yes it should but why would they do that they had a little accident on the parkway and naturally new york fucking drivers man they have to stop they got to look stare. at everything it's all you do is stop and stare they had a little fender bender, and they closed off an entire lane for, like, a, f- a football field's length of stop. They think you just pulled over on the side of the road. But you know what happened after after I got past the hazard? Clear as, clear as bell. Clear always. as day getting always. here. Clear as fucking always day. always happens. Pissed me off. But what makes this sports-related was that I, got, I kept getting cut off by the same car. Because I, I kept trying to switch lanes. Every time I switched lanes, the guy in front of me switched in front of me. Like he knew, like he was, like he was doing it on purpose. At one point, I could swear, looking at him from behind, that he looked back at me a few times. He had to have. Here's what's sports related about it: his car had a giant blue D on the back for douche. For douche, it said the word Duke above the blue D. Fuck Duke. Then in his back window, two stickers, two of them, both saying the same thing in different stylings: University of Duke. And here I am, an asshole behind him, thinking that this guy went to Syracuse. This guy obviously went to Duke. That's a joke. Do you really think he went to Duke? You can laugh. Huh. I think the big blue D's for Duke. So I'm sitting here, I'm sitting there in my car blasting metal music, trying to get trying to get to work here. Does it make you rage even more? And I'm just laughing at I'm laughing at him and raging on this guy, like, oh, so you went to Duke, huh? Oh, I never noticed. Oh my god, what happened during the during the bracket? Oh my what happened in the draft lottery? Oh, your player's gonna fucking burn in hell in in New Orleans. Oh, he's just gonna vanish into thin air. Oh, good for you, Duke. Fantastic. I, well, I was ripping this guy apart for no apparent reason. Talking to yourself. I'm pretty sure he had to have heard me. Because it's nice out. My window was down, his window was down, and we were in stop traffic. So I don't know if he heard me or if he heard, just heard the music and me screaming. I don't know. Because it depends. It's kind of hard to see, hear someone from another car, if you really think about it. If you have music blasting and they have music going. I don't know. It was, uh, you know what, dude? Uh, mm, mm. It was just one of those, like, all, it was just, it's just one of those, fuck you to the world. I just, I, I'm in the mood today. I'm in the mood to fucking cast this pod. All right. That was very clever. Thank you. Clever. Round of applause. Thank you. That. I've been waiting to use that. 
Please. Thought, I thought let about that, it in the shower. Let, let that Thank be the, you. Let that be the only time you use Thank it. Thank you. I'll be here every Wednesday. All this show and next week and the week after. Yes. Yeah. So, hmm. that was my rage story of today. Make you feel good? I don't know how to I don't know how to feel right now. All right, whatever. But one thing for me though, I what do I feel like anytime you make plans like on a weekend or so you have something going on, there's always Something like you get like a text from like a friend, oh, I'm doing something this weekend, or family party this weekend, or this that this weekend, something this this weekend. Because I was planning to go to the beach this weekend just to like go down and hang out. I literally got a text, oh, you got we have a bowling tournament Sunday, oh, we have a family party this Saturday. I'm like, are you guys fucking kidding me right now? It's like the last minute stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, like I'm sorry, I would love to go, but. I already made plans. Why am I going to bail on it already? Yeah, last-minute shit. Uh, Annoying. Such a pain in the ass, it especially really on the, around the the weekend. Now that the weather's nice, too. Mm-hmm. It, uh, well, we. this is this has been a rageful episode so far. Foot, please enlighten us. Well, I've had a good day today. All right, that's oh, good. Okay. I mean, you know... Uh, Work was nice. It was a beautiful day, actually, yeah, it was. considering I, I we had rain for, like, the past forever. Oh, God. It felt like you we know, were living day. in Seattle. That's what it felt yeah. like. Seattle yeah, weather. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I see you're not, so. I'm fine. Yeah, okay. I'm, I've been known to rage on, the, on, these, um, on these episodes. Check the attitude at the door. You just ask, just ask uh, Antoine Brown. Mm-hmm. It's a running joke. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by good old High Tour Lanes. High Tour Lanes is a family fun bowling alley located in West Havisham, New York. You mentioned this podcast. When you go there, you get bowl two games with the third free. But right now, they're under a little construction on the inside. They're redoing the place and expect big things coming to there. Maybe some laser tag. Entire insides will be redecorated. It's going to be. Nice. I'm so excited. Mostly because we are also there every week on Tuesday nights for poker. And it's based on a league, World Tavern Poker. Excuse me. Wow. It's based on a league, World Tavern Poker. Excuse me. I'm, I apologize. That was the energy drink that Piece I raged shit. with earlier. Um, we play there every Tuesday. And, uh, you know, games are at 7 and 9. You're... Anyone can play. Free. You know, it's free to play. Come watch me rage. A-Rod rages more than most. We did. We never got a chance to talk about two weeks ago because we had a championship week in poker. Mm-hmm. And were you at the table with me? I don't remember. I made this mistake that I'll never make again. Yep. Where I mucked my cards without realizing that there was a flush out there. And it knocked me out of the, of, it knocked me out of the, of the championship game. And I fucking raged. Raged. I kept yelling at you to show your cards. I was fucking pissed. But What's you know the what? word of the day? Fucking rage. That's two words. Idiot. It could be one word. Word of the day. It could be one word. Could be. Rage. Well, it could be rage or fucking. Rage. Those two words. Fucking rage, man. Fucking rage. Dude, I I went nuts. I know. I watched. But I didn't throw anything this time. Usually when I'm... Re- <laughs> No, you, I don't know you, if you've been you, there. You smacked the, the table, though. Oh, well, I usually, yeah. I mean, whatever. But 
it was it was uh, it was intense. It, it gets intense. It's a good game though. A lot of good players play there. Yes. So it's it's a good time. I've been playing some pretty good poker the last couple of days. I told you. I've been telling you. It's the curse. It's the curse of because you're the reigning season points champion. That's right. It's it's the curse because I've won that title myself and I've always come back and played shitty for the first half of the, half of the season, and then you just you do well. No, I've I've caught myself bluffing a lot of people lately. Well, a lot. That's good to know. A lot. I still, I still, you're still one of the hardest people to play with because I can't tell if you're, I can't tell if you're good or if you're just faking it. I really, honestly, don't know. I don't isn't know. That, is, isn't that the point? Yeah, that means no, he's that is the point. Yeah, that means that he's a point. great player. That's right. That there the you point. go. That's fucking right. Speaking of poker, next week, uh, wish me luck. Next week, I am playing in the Nationals um, at Mohegan Sun Pocono um, on Monday, and Monday is the national game, and I'm playing on Thursday. Hopefully, hopefully you won't so see tomorrow. me. No, no. Next week. Okay. Um, hopefully on Tuesday you won't see me at poker because I'll be playing in the national finals. Hmm. So what they do is on that Monday they'll have two flights. It's a lot of people. The quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals, I'm already in the finals. All right. Must be nice. So there's a lot of people. They had over 1,000 players at one point for one season. Where'd I end up? I think you're in the semifinals. But I can't go. But that's on, that's on Sunday. Actually, nope. I probably could, but... But if you make it past, you're not going to be able to play on Monday or, or Tuesday. I can play on Monday. I just can't. I don't know if I can play Tuesday. Monday, Monday are the two flights in the morning. If I make it to the top 100 players that are left, which I plan on doing, I'm I play again on Tuesday for the win. Thursday is all day. No, Thir- I, can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't Thursday know. is in the morning. They have two flights of a lot of people, and then if you make it, I think it's the top 120. They play at night, and the winner of that gets to go to the World Series of Poker. Oh. So Thursday's the big day. But I'm going to go Monday. If I don't make it Tuesday, that's fine. I'll Then you'll see me, no problem. But if you don't see me on Tuesday, that means I'm doing well. I'm in the top 100, well, good which luck. is my goal. So Good luck. My, my goal is to win. I usually do well in big tournaments, so wish me luck. I will be in a better mood by then, hopefully. Let's hope so. Or I'll just bluff everyone out, say fuck it. Fuck it. That's our motto. I'll let everyone know. I'm, I will be here Wednesday, though. I, I'm, I am going to be here next week on Wednesday, so I'll let you know what happened to me on Monday and Tuesday. So, yes. That's where we're at. All right. Now, before we got off topic. I'm sorry. Don't forget to go to High Tour and mention this podcast <laughs> and get bold to get the third free. I'm fucking raging today. Yep, because Mike just went. A wall of the topic raging. we were just on. And also, this podcast is also brought to you by There's Always Room for Dessert, which I will hand off to Mike. There's Always Room for Dessert is a fantastic dessert company run by Crystal Flynn. <laughs> I apologize. I just switched up my – switch it up like that. Uh, Crystal Flynn is the owner. Of the, There's Always Room for Dessert is a fantastic dessert company. I just actually came from my apartment – she works from home, but she makes amazing cakes, amazing dessert spreads. Right now, she has currently working on something for this weekend is a huge order that she's been stressing about for the last, I couldn't even tell you how many weeks. 
uh, but she is, I had to clean the entire apartment to make sure everything was good to go for her to really start making all the shit that she needed to make. So um, she's doing fantastic. A ton of business uh, has gone has come her way. So um, she's very busy. So if you're looking for something for your any dessert needs, any uh, table spreads that you need, uh, you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. Her name is Crystal. She will definitely, definitely hook you up with anything that you need, any type of party. So she's killing it. So with that being said, uh, we are going to uh, – let's get to the sports stuff. Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is we are going to have a very special, special uh, time for you here. And yes. we're going to bring you our golf correspondent. Yes, that's our man right there. So let's do this. Um, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you the man who knows little balls, the man who knows how to swing crooked shafts. And big heads. And big heads. The golf enthusiast, our golf correspondent, he's been on the show before. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, Mr. John Coe. Hey, 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 it's a pleasure to be back, guys. What's up, John? It's a pleasure to be back out here. PGA Championship Week, baby, hosted by the Mets. Hosted by our Met section. That's right, yeah. The best page black. <laughs> yes. Rhode Island. Yep. Yep. PGA yeah. actually hosts the tournament, and that's uh, our Met section is the is the chief section, right? the, the the head of of this tournament. So it's oh, a pretty big deal for uh, for the Met cool. for the Met section. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Right in our right in our neck of the woods too. Yeah, that's, that's right really, in our backyard. That's really cool. Yeah, two hours away, not even two hours away. Right there. Is that a, is that a course that that you've have you played on that course? Do you know of like what the like is it any different than than uh the masters was in terms of like the greens or oh, like how is it like yeah yeah I mean, i've actually i've uh i've never played there i've caddied for people who, who played there before but it's a long long walk um it's a long golf course it doesn't really get long until the back nine the front nine is kind of your scoring but yeah the greens aren't as uh as undulating they're really steep at certain in certain holes from front to back um, but not, but not, and that's not quite the, uh, the undulations that the got had. But the Masters, you can see how conditions changed, right? It got a yeah. little, uh, a little wet, got a little wet, and the greens weren't as as, as fast, fast as they are. So. Yeah, as fast as it should have been. Well, I, so I, I anything got, happened, of course, you know, anything happened. I, conditions, but. I got, I got pissed off at the Masters because I turned it on that one day, and I turned it on during the stoppage. Well, good job. Yeah, I got. I literally watched the entire round on Sunday. Did not I, leave bed. I just watched the final, the final couple yeah, holes like, for Tiger. I, I, I like I like the early Sunday. Actually, that was good. It was really good that last Sunday. The Masters. Yeah, that was weird. Our so, golf course got rocking after that. Oh, I'm sure. It was, everyone's so used to the Masters. Everyone's so used to the majors and later. So that was uh, it was early. So everyone was like, "I want a golf ball." I but, mean, I'm sure. I'm sure after watching the Masters and stuff. I mean, everyone's in the mood to go out golfing. So I'm sure, like every golf course. Has been, oh, was probably super busy after that point because what Tiger yeah, went yeah, and it only, escalated. Only it's later, so so it just happened to be earlier, so it got even busier earlier. Good. Well, last time you were on the show, you said if you said if Tiger won, it would be big for golf. I it think Ti- I think Tiger winning the Masters, I think that propelled huge. everyone huge. to go out and and play. Yeah. So absolutely. I mean, that's uh, it was record rating television. I mean, you guys know a lot. It, it was just oh, yeah. an insane. It was just an insane scene. 
I mean, I'm I, sure for the people that I, I really had a gust too. I yeah, have not. I have played. not gone out yet. I played so bad. Right, John? Wasn't embarrassing. No, you. I mean, it was the first time out, so I really can't say much. You didn't play bad, man. You had some good shots, so it doesn't matter. Still relative. Yeah. Can't so enjoy it. So, Mister Broke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. So, uh, the PJ Championship starts tomorrow. Um. Who are your favorites? Who do you think? Who, who's your favorite to win? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll go to the obvious. Uh, I mean, I think Tiger is the odds-on favorite right now, which is ridiculous. Yeah, um, I think it's him put and him Kepka. Kepka is, is, is my favorite. Um, I mean, Tiger has a great, obviously, chance. Who's the unbelievable fan to go back to back, especially not after not playing in between? Yeah, that would be uh, the comparison to the to the Ben Hogan season, where after his car accident, where he only played in six events, he won five and three majors. So, I mean, I don't know, man. If he's capable of doing that, there's so much good talent out there. Kepka doesn't have a weakness in his game. Just came off a twenty under performance last week. He didn't win. I mean, he's playing just as good as anyone. He's absolutely stuck. obviously. He's yeah, huge. Justin Rose. I'm not. I'm not big on Justin Rose right now. But he, Justin he's, Rose uh, like more. dropped off a little bit. Justin, yeah, Ro- I'm looking at. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Just his form isn't good right now. You're right. That's all I was gonna say. Wait, look, look at the odds. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the odds right now, and I'm looking at the top the top six favorites, and Justin Rose isn't even okay. on there. Nope, I think he's like thirty, no, fifty to one, something like that, forty to one, something. Rose is forty to one right now. Wow. I, I think I saw something on CBS Sports. Bubba and Spieth were both wow. fifty to one. Yeah, I mean that makes that he's again his form isn't isn't real good either right now. Yeah. So, but the, I mean, but I mean, guys, the Bubba the Bubba thing is a good bet. Yeah, I think the yeah. best bet might be Jason Day twenty five to one. Yeah. That's a good bet. I mean, he's long. Again, length is going to matter, especially it's it's really wet in New York right now, so it's not going to be yeah, super hard. Plug. I'm not going to roll. Condition. Yeah, it's not going to. It's not going to get the same roll. So you need someone who's going to carry the ball a little longer, I think. But you know, again, it's anyone, it's anyone's game. Any of these guys. Uh, big, big uh, news actually. A few local guys qualified for the for the PGA Championship. Yeah, Brian Mackey who. Used to play at Blue Rock. Oh, nice! Um, and, and as one of the pros at Hollybrook, that, that was a big deal. It's, uh, they have a, he has a big crowd coming out on Friday, so it's kind of awesome. That is awesome for him. Is there yeah, is there any? Um, I mean, because all the all the pros are now here. I'm sure they're they're putting all their efforts into Beth Page Black. But are they are any like big time players now that they're in the area looking around for other golf courses to play at? And have they ever even thought about playing at Spook Rock? Oh, you mean like the pros during this week, like that? No. Yeah, like, maybe not no, this week, no. but maybe afterwards. I don't know what no, there's I f- like. I feel like they have like what practice round Tuesday, Wednesday. They start. They golf Thursday, Friday. Meet hopefully Saturday, Sunday, and they travel. Yeah. They're really a lot. And they travel. Time. And even the guy, and even the guys, the volunteers and stuff like that, they're going to play somewhere around there. Yeah. You know, in Long Island, but no, I mean, we used to host. Uh, now Bob Ford was one of the pros at Super Rock. He actually won the Masters. I should have brought that up last time I was I was on. Oh. But uh, he was oh, actually one of the pros right. at Super Rock at one point. And That's we used to cool. host some, some some qualifiers, tournaments, stuff like that. So we have some history of, of hosting tournaments. But uh, unless you're unless you're here, you know you're not you're not gonna play here. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it's a nice course though. <laughs> so I really can't. It's anything. It is, it is it a, a nice great course. Super Rock was in great condition when we played. Great condition. 
Well, I mean, that was right at the beginning yeah, of the season, too. Yeah. You know? So, I mean. Yeah, that's fun. We enjoy it. I mean, at the beginning of the season, you can even you can even make Rock and Lake a premier course. No, it's, it's a shit show. It is a shit show, but I'll in the beginning buy, of the season, it's going to look the best. Day. It's going to look the best as it's going to look. No, but true though. But they have the parking. I mean, it, you know, all that stuff matters. You need you need a venue too. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not, yeah. Not so, Spook Rock has a huge park. Has a huge parking lot. Some places can't host that many that many cars. We can put six hundred cars here. Yeah, so if you had it's to, a huge parking lot. If you had to, you know, like. So it's just different. Makes it makes it all uh, a venue, but no, big, big for uh, for Beth Page. That's uh, kind of like just like Rock and Lake is a state-owned golf course. So, oh, did I know that? Yeah, you play there. Pub- public, they public. There's a... still lines. There's still lines on the weekend because you can't make a tea time for the first. Uh, I believe until noon, or something like that. Uh, there's still there's still guys waiting at midnight in their cars online to play there every Saturday, oh Sunday. My God. So. Yeah, everyone's all liquored up by the time they go out. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's got to be I would do, though. That's got to be great. I mean, that's, well, how, that's how I play so golf. You know, you make, you, make, you make a day of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's on my, on my bucket list. Just, yeah, you know, people say that when, they when in, the when in season, Yeah, when in season am I doing that? I'm working. So, yeah. <laughs> stuff to get out there. I mean, that's definitely on my bucket list to do uh, you know, soon here. Especially when it's in the uh, DJ Championship condition. There's a sign that says, for highly skilled golfers only. Something like that. Yeah, the PGA. The, the, that's like their logo. They're going with that. Uh, as like as like the PGA Championship, which I like that. Funny, because that's that's like that's a flat standard thing. So they're attaching it to their uh, to that. It's it's kind of cool, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Now, what do you think on your buddy Francesco Molinari cracking the top ten? Which is a name I dropped, by the way. He did. He's twenty five to Ooh. one. There's all kinds of stuff that's saying Molinari's going to overshadow Tiger this week. And I can see I it. Think he he played guy. well in the Masters. He's on, he's on my short list, definitely. What about my, I, like this, I like this guy. Sleeper. This is my sleeper, Tony Finau. Because he, he can hit the ball long. I mean, I, he's just – he doesn't close. It's, you know, but he's definitely going to be in contention, no doubt. He plays great in all the majors, Tony. Always be um, closing. I think you're right. Jason Day is kind of like one of the guys I had on my uh, on my list of. I might put a little, not, not, little bit you know, tonight. Before I go to sleep. Yeah, but you know, just like we saw last last time. Who knows? It's all about who's playing hot. At yeah. The time, you know. Now, what do you predict? That's like the the, the final score is going to be? I think last year Kepka won a 16 under. I'm going to say 12. Okay. At that page. Because of how wet the course is, it depends. If they have a cold, if they have like a, you know, one not cold day, but if they have one windy day or yeah, one sixty degree day, the ball's not traveling as much. Yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be like seventy, but over the weekends it'll be like yeah, sixty-five it looks and cloudy. Okay. It looks okay, but you never, you never know. Good game. So yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say twelve, thirteen under. Okay, that range. That's, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty that's low. Pretty good. That makes it challenging. But the PGA, it's not, it's not going to be set up like the U.S. Open. No. But the rough pin looks sick. I saw a video of, uh, of I think, Sweetwood going off. He's <laughs> like 11 steps off and dropped the ball behind a bunker, and it just kind of disappeared. So. Oh, my God. There's definitely some, some, some thick rough out there. I don't want, like, another, like, major hug we had. I think it was Phil and somebody else. There were, like, 13 shots ahead of third place, and they were battling one-two. I forgot who it was. Whatever tournament that oh, was. Hen- Henry. And the 
in the British Open. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I, well, true, and that was uh, that was, that was memorable. That was awesome. So this whole this whole thing, um, this uh, we're going into um, this major tournament. Tiger obviously coming off of, of the Masters win. Now there's this whole thing. I I, I want to get your take on it. It's not really golf related, but it, it is because it's Tiger. This whole thing with his employee dying at the restaurant. Did you hear about this? His employee dying. Yeah. So at one of his restaurants. Um, there was an employee who I guess he had a lot to drink after his shift and he had like a history of alcoholism and rehabs and stuff like that, but he got trashed and then he left the restaurant and got into this fatal car accident. Now they're investigating the restaurant for a wrongful death and they could be wow. investigating tiger. I don't, this was, this was all over the news. I don't know. It was tiger there. No, I, he wasn't there, but he knew because I think this is one of like how many restaurants does he own? Two or three? Like he knows he knows his employees. They're saying that he knew about his past alcoholism. So if he's so, not, but yeah, but if he's not there, then he can't blame Tiger for it. It's gonna blame the manager, whoever's in charge. Well, uh, I mean, rest, I mean, I think, restaurant I think, laws. I think technically, I think technically, he's to the the bartender. Yeah. In that instance, he was a bar. Um, he was he worked as a bartender there too. The employee that that passed. Wow. But there's a whole, yeah, there's a whole thing now. I don't, I don't know where that I don't know where that falls in, man. But that's yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, this crazy. this came out um, uh, a couple days ago. This this whole thing kind of hit, but he passed away in December. This past December, so they're bringing it out now wow. after the Tiger after the Tiger Masters win. It's kind of weird. They're also saying that the restaurant destroyed video evidence. There's like this whole investigation going on for Tiger right now. And I don't know if oh, um, my question is: Do you think that'll play a huge factor in how he plays this week? No, no. Really, you don't think so? No, I don't. That, that'll affect his golf. I don't think he, you know. It, I don't think that he doesn't care, but I don't think it, that, that that's uh, on the forefront of his mind when he's hitting I don't his first shot. As much money as his wife took from him. So well, that, well, no, that's that's uh, true. That's but really, that's really sad. Though. That's really sad. It is sad. Yeah, it's, guy, it's upsetting. I, I was I read it about it a couple of days ago. I just wanted to get your take on it because I know we were going to have didn't you. Know, but... I, no, I, did, I, I didn't. Uh, I normally hear, but no, I didn't, didn't hear that. Well, there's I I, I know because I've played golf and you guys have played golf that if it's such a mental game that anything could throw you off. And I know this is Tiger Woods, and I know he's probably really used to the pressure and stuff. But mentally, this you don't really think that something like this could could hinder any type of way that you play the game. No, good, but I don't think so. I really don't I'm think sure so. Not even thought in the back of his mind right now. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a thought when he hits on the first tee on the 18th green. Yeah, on on day four, I don't think it'll matter. It'll matter. I after. mean, I, I, it'll matter on Monday. That's about it. But not these next four days. Wow. Yeah. No. Good, good question. I don't. But I don't. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it'll affect him. I don't think he's going to win anyway. Like, look at, I don't think he's going to play. Uh, so maybe we'll never know the answer to, to that question. Right. Right. I mean, but you, you I, never. You never know. I. I don't. I don't think Tiger's winning either. Personally, but. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think that could be the reason, though. But I'm, I'm saying like it could be a factor, you know, in his, in his mental state. Yeah. You know, I, I get it too. It would affect, it would affect anyone in any sport. If something like that happened. Another question I yeah. have, which I thought was actually really funny, that I read about the PGA, that 
John Daly is riding a cart. Yes, I heard. I actually saw that. <laughs> that's that's funny, right? It's yeah, amazing. Like, yeah. why, why is he riding a cart? I understand he's big and fat, but I mean, come on, it's his own fault. Yeah. He's a fucking drunk. It's gonna give him. It's gonna give him a way to to have you know slam a couple beers before teeing off on you know. He would do that anyway. one. But no, I saw one. something uh, Tiger commented on it that he played with a, a broken fucking leg. Oh uh, yeah, he and said he, he said I walked with a broken leg, so what's his excuse or yeah. something like that? Yeah, uh, they, well, when they asked Tiger about it, he was like, I mean, I walked with a broken leg, so the fuck you're just fat. <laughs> you're just fat and lazy. I love John Daly. Just, uh, I think I think just shot is the right word for John Daly. Oh yeah, just, uh, he's just shot that guy, man. He definitely is shot. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, obviously, no, none of the golf guys. You know, you, you everyone on, on golf channels are not about it, but. They made a medical exemption. What so. a what a great job for John Daly's caddy. Yeah, just drive the right? cart. Uh, he don't have to do shit. Just drive the cart. Yeah, just drive the cart. Grab the clubs I, from the cart. I watched the I watched video of him. It's just it, it's comical, man. But I, I mean, two time winner, so two time PGA Championship winner, so uh, guarantee he's missing the cut. Oh yeah, I absolutely. I just think the cart thing is just. I I thought that was fucking hilarious when I saw it. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, funny stuff. That is funny, man. But yeah, mixed golfers definitely look look lazy. Now walking a course, I know me and you played RCC golf together. Walking the course, how much endurance do you really think you need from walking the course and hitting a golf ball? Because it's it's tiring. Oh, I, mean, I tell you, you walk when you walk a course, you walk about seven, depending on the course, like anywhere from six and a half to eight and a half miles. Like yeah, that. it's a lot. And on your skill level, so it's a lot, man. You're going up and down hills and. Sometimes, you know, going up a going up like a thirty degree grade, your heartbeat starts going, then you gotta hit a putt. Yep. <laughs> or something like that. So it's kind of a, you know, I think you definitely have to be in good shape to uh to play golf. I can't believe what's amazing to me is no one's allowed to take a car at that pace like ever. Really? So it's only it's only a walkable golf course. Oh. So to have so to have him take a cart is kind of like a weird exception because yeah, that's, that's part of the challenge. That's, that's like a slap in the that's face. Part of the that's part of the the best case challenge is being able to walk the black. Well, that's that's also why I thought it was funny because that's was one of the the facts that they said in the article that I was reading that there's absolutely no carts allowed on there. So how even if like you're just yeah. a standard player going there and playing, you got to walk the course. Yeah, it's it's a it's a walking yeah. course. It's not a it's not a. So I don't even know where they're even going to get the cart. I don't even know if they have I carts saw there. It. I no, saw they it. had it. He was driving. I saw it. It's awesome. Utility looking cart. Yeah, it almost looks like one of like the groundskeepers' carts, something like that. Oh, so that's probably that's so probably funny. yeah, that's probably what it, what they're gonna do. That's that's so goddamn funny. hilarious. I don't care. All right, we now we have one question. Wait, we have two questions. We'll get to one of them right now from one of our listeners. Is what is your go-to golf club? My go-to golf club. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have a I have a Butter with my name on it, which I love, my Adele. But I'll say right now, my my driver probably hit my driver as good as any club in my bag. And when you hit my good, you just get us to the tee. Yeah, it's straight. It's fun. But like, uh, I understand the putter and the driver because those two you absolutely have to use on most holes. Well, most holes for the driver, but on the putter, you definitely a putter every right. single time. So I understand those clubs. I'm saying like your mid game. If you're if you're contemplating between the clubs, which club oh, are you have... most comfortable swinging? I would guess the I don't, it, it, it depends. I mean, it, it's totally depending on if it's a front pin, if it's a back pin, 
Well, yeah, it just all depends but, where you are. But if you have, iron, but if you actually. have, if you have, if I, a better question, if I had one distance to hit from, you give me a pitching wedge from 128 yards. I'm feeling good about that. Or if you give me, you know, let me have my seven iron from 168 yards, 170 yards. I'm pretty confident with that. So yeah, it depends on the distance, but. Yeah, because I remember seeing John play entire round of golf in RCC with with the seven iron. Is you like eighty something? That's true. Entire round. That's true. With one club. That's true. It was very impressive. Could, that's awesome. See, that's that's when I, that's that's when I couldn't hit my driver straight. Yeah. Totally different golfer. That's amazing. It was very impressive. I was so frustrated. I was, I was, I was awful. This. <laughs> I was so bad. Maybe you should just use your seven iron from now on. No, I've definitely improved a ton since then but well, i mean i think a better i think a, a better club i mean you could shoot I, I could almost shoot the same score with three clubs like i played in a three club tournament in rotella and i probably shot my own ball like 75 with three clubs and a putter wow and there's time to go out there with with 14 clubs and i shoot 85 88 <laughs> yeah. you know not so much so but, you like, know, it's just like so it is funny. Sometimes, like less options, it keeps it easier. I think yeah, most, I feel most, like. most amateur golfers should just try to keep it simple and try to hit the middle of the green. Uh, and just try, try to make easy swings rather than try to hit at these right pins, left pins. It'll play better. No, it's Except three clubs and a and a putter. So that's four or and a putter, three. Yeah. And a, okay, that's that's tough. Yeah, Michael Odina Rotella hosts that one. The Jack Frost, and it's always in the cold weather. So if you bring driver, your driver nine iron. And seven irons that I brought. I brought my seven. Yeah, I would hope so. There you go. I would think so. If you if you played a whole round with the seven, you'd probably be more comfortable with it. I get it. Yeah, that was my tin cup moment. My tin cup moment. A good movie. Such my a co- great movie. On my, co- on my college career, except he shot even on the back. We were good. <laughs> we were good as a team. That's funny, That's fine, man. Now we have one more question, non golf related. Yeah. It's from a fellow podcaster. Okay. From Marissa. She wants to know, why have you not been a guest on Tired, Broken, Wild yet? Yo, ask your, tell her, ask your co-host. Well, she's listening. Oh, well, when we put this out, she's going to be listening, so. I I don't know. They got Zachy on. No, Zachy was good. Zachy was no, good. It was funny. a good episode. She's always, he's always, he's always funny. But, uh, no, whenever they, whenever the girls, whenever the girls want me on, I'll bore everyone. So, I'm just joking. No, they they uh they do a fun thing. They do a fun thing. And Zachy was perfect for like the first the first guy on uh you know Brian did the workout thing, but like the first guy. Yeah. Just kind of questions like that it was perfect. So definitely uh definitely a good move we for know them. Zachy but has like that you gotta get Ron. You gotta get my, gotta get my buddy. They gotta get my buddy Ron on. On the air or their their podcast. On their podcast. Okay. He he listens religiously. So All right. Interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you what, in a, so in, a, in a, in a perfect world, in a perfect John Co. Mr. Broke world, give me your top five finishers for the PGA championships. Ooh, perfect world. That's different than what I think it's going to happen. Um, and their scores. I kind of, I kind of hate Brando Chamblay. So I want, I want Chapter to win this week. Just okay. to prove him wrong. Um, I go Kepka, Justin Rose, Molinari, Ricky Fowler. Okay. So it's always good for the kids. I like Ricky. And Tiger Woods. And, and Tiger Woods. He doesn't, he doesn't need to do it again. Okay. 
you see the girl but that I mean, Rory or Dustin? Probably better, probably, probably better for golf. Would be, uh, would be Tiger winning. Oh, Tiger yeah. winning that, but, but, uh, but no, I don't think. I think it'd be more interesting to see, uh, see a little battle up there, see these major guys. Because if you think about the last few majors, it, it's been Molinari, Kepka, and Tiger really in the last three majors. Yep. And those guys. They've been, they've been in all three of them. They so. repeated last year, and Kepka held off Tiger to win by two. Exactly. Exactly. So. Did you guys see? Yeah, Rick, that's, my, got, that's my that's my five. All right. You guys see Ricky Fowler's girlfriend? Nope. And you think he's dating that that? Remember that that famous pole vaulter? Nope. The photo that came out of this pole vaulter, this college. Yeah, yeah, she, she's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous, and she got she went viral because of her looks, and then it kind of mentally destroyed her because that's all she was known for, and she wanted to be a, like she wanted to strive to be a sports star, not a model. So she had sense. this whole she had this whole mental breakdown, but then now she's like. Her and her and Ricky kind of hid their relationship for a while, so it was smart man. I read that. I read it was a really interesting article. I'll see if I can find it. I'll send it to you guys. But it was really it's really interesting read interesting. of their relationship. But she's absolutely stunning. She's stunning. Every interesting. Did not know that. So you're teaching me stuff today. It's good. It's always my, good. It's my job. We'll go with. We'll, we'll exactly. with that. <laughs> That's more like celebrity gossip, I guess. I than, guess. Uh, uh, do you think Rory or Dustin Johnson finished top 10? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, DJ is actually the third best odd behind Tiger and Brooks at 11 to 1. Yeah, I mean, length, length. I think Rory, uh, I think Rory's got to be in your, in your top as well. I mean, all the guys that we mentioned for the Masters, it's pretty much the same list now. It's really not much has changed as far as the favorite guys. I mean, you might, you might. I, I'll throw Tommy Fleetwood in there for this as well, because he hits his driver so straight along. So it's really those. It's, just, it's really, it's really the longest, straightest guys have a chance this week. Well, Fleetwood, um, Fleetwood, and, can, and that's yeah. Fleetwood's thirty to one. Um, really, See, that's a good bet. That's a good bet. That is a pretty decent bet. Uh, Jason Day twenty-five to one. Justin Rose twenty to one. Um, twenty to one. That makes more sense. Mickelson's fifty to one. Uh, Xander is twenty two to one. Shaffley. Yeah, Shaffley. Like saying that name, Shaffley. Yeah, definitely could be up there. These he's are some, these awesome. some pretty interesting bets to make if you're a degenerate like we are. Oh, I'm going to put some bets on it. It's interesting. Definitely. definitely, the PGA is one of those things. Like, is one of those tournaments where a fifty to one, seventy to one, 80, a guy can win like that. Yeah, you're not doing that at the Masters typically. So this is one of those that's a little more open. In that, in that sense, it's a bigger field. Come on, a bigger field shot. too. <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a long shot. Um, hmm. Let me think. Who's been playing? Who's been playing well? How about what's his name? How about Sun Kang? One last week. No, he's not going to win this week. He can't <laughs> win this week. Well, yeah, no, Justin Thomas. He's not playing. He hurt himself. He's not playing. Yeah, his wrist. I tell you what. What's he now? Odd. Uh, not really a long thirty-five shot. to one. Yeah, it's not really a long shot. Look at Billy Horschel could win this. What, what's he at? I'm sure a lot. Or Gary Woodland, like that. Gary Woodland could totally win this PGA Championship. All right, I like Gary Woodland. He must be like seventy to one. That's a huge long shot. Yeah, I'll take. I'll put a couple bucks on that. Yeah, why not? Definitely. Right? Fuck it. <laughs> So, uh, 
so yeah, so the PJ PJ Championship starts tomorrow. Um, I don't know yes. how do they do, how do they do how do they have this set up? Is it the same as the Masters where they group together? Yeah, well, but is it like, like that. is it like um, is there any difference between the Masters and the PJ Championships in terms of the tournament styling? Like, I don't. I'm not no, really it's, sure. It's, I'm not it's really. Just the amount of players. Just, just the amount of players. Is there more players now or less than the Masters? More. more. There's more in this one. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Late, earliest tee time like six forty-five. Ooh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thoroughly. Yeah, a lot of local qualifiers. Like we have just the PGA professionals. There's 20 just PGA professionals there to qualify. Like mm-hmm. people like you know people like uh, who have jobs like me or Lodine and those guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's why Brian Mackey qualified. So but that that 20 spots right there. The Masters was seven. It was 80 players, something like that, right? 78 players. Something like so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally deeper field. You you uh. A lot of amateurs get it, but again, a lot of those guys don't really have a chance. So you take forty of those guys out, so it's really a ninety-person field. So still deeper. Cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, it's gonna be yeah. exciting to watch tomorrow. I can't wait for to watch tomorrow. I can't wait, man, and speak for our section. And it's good. I mean, PJ is huge, and, and I just heard a number: three point nine billion dollars a year the PGA wow. raises for uh, for charitable contributions and that's awesome. It that's amazing. It's it's yeah, it stimulates over a billion dollars in uh in commerce for, for the cities. So it's big for, for a place to host it. It's yeah. big for the uh for the charity that it touches too. So yeah, that's always a plus. The PGA the, the PGA is like our shining light, so big deal for us. I feel like golf is a sport that gives back a lot. You know, they I mean there's so yeah, much it, money it, in it, it, you know I mean I, I don't I don't want to kill all the other more than all the other sports to buy. Turn terrible for a year. No, I want to kill them, but yeah, we do a pretty big. We do a pretty big. Uh, whatever the tournament purses, whatever raises, they donate the exact same amount for each city. Wow, that's cool. So it's pretty, pretty big deal. In that sense, so. All right. Well, that's good, man. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. baby. So, thank you for being on. It Listen, was a pleasure to have you, man. John, it's always no a pleasure yeah, to have you on the show. Yeah, always a pleasure. Next, uh, you know, I wasn't in person there, but. Obviously, it would be nice to see your faces, but yeah, you guys yeah. are still. All right, well, I still know how handsome, how handsome you are. So. Yeah. Oh, stop it! Well, now yeah, I'm definitely blushing. next major. We'll definitely give you another call if you're well, if you're not call if you're here. We'll have you come in definitely. So we definitely. Do last time. Well, listen, uh, John, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages. This has been John Coe, our golf correspondent here at Mass. John, thank you so much for joining us again. We will definitely have you on. Uh, uh, when when golf arises, yep. Gentlemen, enjoy your night and uh, and yeah, look forward to listening to the show as always. Right, All right, brother. Thank you. All right, that interview was brought to you by Burning Hour Designs. Burning Hour Designs is a great candle company. Owner Lindsay Knapp. She's my wonderful girlfriend. Homesick right now, so feel better. Oh no! Nice little. Gesture in there. Hope you're listening. Oh no! Feel yeah, it's 100. Lens. It's 100 all natural soy candles. It's one of the best smelling candles you'll find today. My mother loved the candle. Good. My grandmother loved her candle. Perfect. They are. They smell fantastic. I mean, it was such a great gift. Yes, it's so. it's easy. Custom labels. She does everything. Party favors, weddings, anything you need. Yeah, big candles, small candles, good scents like lavender, vanilla, birthday cake. My favorite. Mike's favorite. Maybe and the Matt's foot's favorite. favorite. For oh, you basic bitches, yes. some pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> 
You got some other ones, some like Hawaiian pineapple, something like that. Some other ones, blueberry cobbler, cranberry chutney, something. Like it they all smell good. Our house smells great. I recommend it highly. Yeah, I know. You know, Mother's Day was just around the corner, but I'm sure birthdays are coming up. Order it. You can find our Instagram, Facebook, Etsy, etsycom shop burning our designs. Same thing with Facebook and Instagram. I, uh, I, I, she makes labels for custom labels for anything, and she can say whatever she wants. Yeah. And she gave us an, she gave us a candle, one of the candles with the labels on it, and we were like, "Oh, just surprise us." With it and the extra candle, uh, she gave us uh, is something that if I said verbally, I'd get my ass beat at home. But it said, "Calm the fuck down." Uh-huh. So she, my girl, actually laughed at that. The owner of There's Always Room for Dessert, Crystal, she laughed at it. Thank God, because uh, I would have gotten my ass beat. Yes, if I, I said like that. You tell any woman to calm the fuck down, it just makes it worse. Now all I have to do is just point at the candle sitting on sitting on my TV stand there, and uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying not saying it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Eh. So it's really funny though. If you order on Etsy, you spend forty dollars or more. Enter promo code Mass Podcast, you get ten percent off your purchase. Awesome, worth it. It's Go right ahead. Awesome stuff, man. So I know Mike, you ordered what four, three candles, two candles, how many candles? It wasn't even yeah enough. So you can get a bunch of candles for that amount. So such a good price for a high quality candle. It made sense. Yeah, yes. it was so good. Such a good product. So worth it. So check her out, Facebook, Instagram. Look her up. And also, this that interview is brought to you by Anchor. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast? I know I definitely have. Well, Anchor should be the first step to realizing that dream. It's easy to use, easy to upload your content, and it's certainly easy to put together the show. The best part? Anchor is absolutely 100% free to use. They work for you to distribute your podcast to all different types of audio apps, such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. I mean, Anchor has certainly taken a ton of weight off of our shoulders here at Mass. So listen, guys and gals, don't miss out on starting something new and exciting without using this fantastic service. Anchor is absolutely where it's at. So yeah, man, uh, that interview, John Coe, I love that fucking guy. It's great. Uh, he's so insightful. It's ridiculous. Yes. Um, what do we got on the docket today? We are in the midst of some serious shit going on in the world mm-hmm. of basketball. Oh, my God. Holy shit, man. Unbelievable. The freaking... Uh, just just the lottery alone was... Intense. It, it was nerve-wracking but, living in New York, being Knicks fans. But... Last time we were on, we were on Sunday, Mother's Day, we had two Game 7s. Yes, we did. Oh, my God. Holy shit, man. What unbelievable games they were. I couldn't believe... I, I, first of all, dropping 41 points alone... It's unbelievable. Is I think he averaged crazy. like 37 for the play, entire series. Right. He stepped up his fucking shit. Absolutely, he did. And hit that game winner. Oh, my God. Oh my God! That's and all I'm it, gonna say. Of course, I mean, of course, it doesn't. It it didn't help the fact that the ball hit the rim like three times before it, it went in. I think clunk, everyone paused. Clunk, clunk. It was in. It was the funniest game winner I've ever seen. I actually verbally laughed out loud at it. It was hilarious. Oh my! It was just because after he shot it, you had him sitting in the corner and Bead over there, and there's just 
like a, a picture for the ages. He posed. Yeah. He sat there posing mm-hmm. while the ball was hitting the rim. That was so funny. But that was so good. One thing we can go with, the Drake, Drake curse lives on. Lives on, bro. Lives on. I can't. <laughs> that shit is for unbelievable. For those who don't know, the Drake curse is forever team like jersey he wears the team always loses always so drake he knows about it. of course he knows about his own curse he wore 76 shorts at his house i wonder if he did that because he wanted he did it on purpose yes yeah absolutely. he had to 100 yeah. did it on purpose because he recorded a video after the game winner showing the 76 shorts he was wearing so <laughs> he, kn- he knew all about it it's this is not i've never seen anything like this um in in the twenty eight years of me being on this earth, I've never seen any a curse like that. that it, it's so connected to a celebrity like that because it's it's I mean, holding yeah, true. It's know, been holding you, true for so the, long. You had the curse of the Bambino. Yeah, but that was I wasn't really alive for that. I mean, you kind I of, was at the tail end. Yeah, I mean, you were alive for it for like fourteen years. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, yeah, uh, you had the Raptors beat. The Sixers, 92 to 90, with Kawhi's game winner drama. Uh, so, my guilty or not guilty was correct. Yes. The under. Yes, it was. The under hit. I told you, kid. Yeah, I didn't think about it. Well, I, I didn't think it was going to hit, but oh well. It was It was an intense game uh, throughout. Uh, it was so, so close. Back and forth. It was. It, I, there was how many lead changes? I don't even know. A lot. Yeah. But I feel like lead changes are always so common in basketball, though. Well, because the score constantly changes. Yeah. Just like just like the quadruple overtime, how rare that is oh, because the scores so change. The score can change. You can go up by 10 in a matter of a I minute. I think I turned on the third quarter. Uh, Toronto's up by like 10. Next thing you know, four minutes later, 76ers are up by three. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Right. It's just fucking out of nowhere. Just like, just like, it was just like last night's game. The, it was Golden State. And and Portland, yep. Well, well you just, that game was close, 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 and all of a sudden Golden State went up by ten. Then the next thing you know, I'm looking at the screen and Golden State's up by two. You know, like it was. Yeah. Well, getting to that, it means Portland beat Denver in the game seven. Mm-hmm. You had C.J. McCollum drop thirty-seven. So good, He's a stud. But now, talking about the Golden State Portland game, who do the parents pick? For the Currys. I think the dad, the dad. I think they flipped for it. The dad wore uh, Steph. Yep. And, and the, the mom wore, wore Seth. Seth. That's too confusing. It's very Steph, fucking Seth, weird. Steph and Seth. Thing. Um, they were pretty much on each other all night, but Steph still had a big game. He dropped like 37. Yeah. Like that. I think he had the same amount of points combined of Lillard and McCollum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now there's a stat. Now the. Warriors are twenty six and one without Kevin Durant. He's out the door. He's out the door. So supposedly there's Colin Cowherd said Durant to the Knicks is one hundred percent happening. Well, I there was well there was also stuff that I mean even on Sunday we talked about Boston. Yep, Curry's, Boston. Curry's gone. Right, he's yep. leaving. But Boston is um, Boston is another team that could use a KD type player. Yes, I was something. So they too. were another team that was listed. Uh, Terry as Rozier said, "If the roster stays the same, he's leaving." Well, I mean, here's the, here, I mean here's here's the thing with the Knicks, though. I mean, we also everyone was also fueled and praying to God Himself 
my God. That the Knicks were going to get the first pick in the draft. And it's so lo and behold. Rigged. So rigged. You know, so every I feel like everything that we've been saying about the Knicks the last couple of years, all the hype that we've been trying to get is just not happening. So this whole KD thing, I have a strong feeling in my bones that it's a possibility that that could not happen. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, so even even uh, even the 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 um the Kyrie, uh, honestly, I'd rather rumor. take Kemba Walker over Kyrie Irving. I I could I can agree with that, but Kyrie is a good player. I don't like we like we mentioned before. Kyrie is not really much of the leader as he should be in Boston, but that's why um, if he was with Durant, he would be part of somebody who's a leader or like the score dominant scorer. Then he would shine. And Ky- yeah, exactly, just like he did with LeBron. But is KD that player? Yes. I I agree, hundred percent. I agree. He's he's a stud. I think with the he's Knicks, the best player in the with, NBA right now. With what happened with the lottery, the God. Knicks, the Knicks need to make these moves now. Yes, they do. If they got if they had the first pick in the draft, they took Zion. Then it was eh, it was they had to they still had to make moves, but now it is imminent. They have to spend this money now. Okay, they now, have to. Which New York team do you think had a worse draft experience? The Knicks. Or the Giants. Uh, I mean, I mean the draft. The draft didn't happen yet. The draft is well, tomorrow, draft ex- right? The NBA draft. draft? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the draft experience. You know. Oh. So you had the fan for the fans mostly. Yeah. I watched this video of this bar in New York, and it was like an exclusive where the the bar was watching the draft. Everyone was recording on their phone, and they said the fourth the fourth pick goes to the Lakers. Lakers. Everyone went fucking crazy, and not even two seconds later. Third pick goes to the Knicks, Everyone's, and the whole bar just booed and hissed. And I feel like that the draft lottery, whatever, went so fast. Well, yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be fast. They could I have mean, made it. They could have made it so much longer, though. Here's the crazy thing about that about the lottery that kind of made me a little nuts was that I was looking at the percentages of each team. I think, and as they were picking, as they were picking from twelve and up, right. They reveal the top four picks as they go. The first two ones that they, the first three of the top four picks, the first one was the Lakers. Yep. That drove everyone crazy. The Lakers only had a 2% chance. Again, the top four. That's stupid. The next one was the Grizzlies. Again, they had only they only had a 6% chance. Then the Knicks were 14. No, 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 no. The next one after that was the Pelicans. Again, was a 6%er. Yeah, then the Knicks. So when they revealed the first three, I'm sitting there going, shit, there are two teams that had a 14% chance that are going to get fucked here. And it was the then Suns. Then called, they called the Suns. Then they called uh, the, Cavs. the Cavs. I was like, oh, my God, the Knicks. Here we fucking go. Patrick Ewing, give us something good. I believe in Patrick Ewing. Probably not. Then they called the Lakers out for the fourth pick. Everyone freaked out. Then the Knicks, and then we stopped watching. Who gives a shit? So, like, point, like, it was going on last night when we were playing poker. I literally stopped dealing because I was pretty, yeah. too busy watching the TV. I kind of had to pause the clock on the uh, in the poker game to kind of really focus on I it. I paused it, and I forgot to unpause it for, like, five minutes. That's all right. Five minutes lost. Whatever, Whatever yeah. Um, but I honestly think that it's fixed. It's so fixed. How do they? How do they draw it? Do they draw it? Because they had, like, that security guy come in, and then there was whole – the guy came with, like, the – I don't know. The, well, I just hate sheets. how they changed the rule this year that there's no – if you come in last, that you don't get the automatic first pick. 
Because well, the rule before, if you finish with the worst record in the season, then you had a 25% chance yeah. of winning the draft, of winning the lottery. Then they change it the year that the Knicks... I'm not saying... I'm not being so, a biased, a conspiracy theorist so against here. Them. But what I'm saying is it could be possible that, hey, you know... Everyone's saying that they should do it the way the NFL does it, where Absolutely. you get the... You know, but they now, go by the record. Does Roger Goodell implement this... Lottery style draft. Can you imagine if the NFL oh had this God. lottery style draft? Oh Can you God. imagine that shit? That would be insane. That'd be so bad. Do you know people will people would, would literally riot. fucking riot Absolutely. in the streets. And the, the day wow, they have the, and the day they have the draft, I think Roger Goodell will probably get shot with like an arrow. Oh, hundred percent, easily. If they had if they had that style in the NFL, do you know how different a team the Cleveland Browns would be right now? Completely different. hundred percent. Hundred percent. So I don't know. That would be fucking nuts if the NFL did that. I don't like it. I just hate how they changed that rule. This, especially this year, I just don't like it. Yeah, because we got because we got shafted. But now you just saw something on your phone that Zion might go oh back to Duke. Oh my god, might bro. go back to Duke. There's a possibility that Zion just ghosts the Pelicans. Tank for Zion again. Two point Here's the thing though. If Zion goes back to school, goes back to Duke to play again, and then. What what that does is for the Knicks, it screws the Knicks. Think well, about it. I don't know if we can go back to school though, since you already declared for the draft. I don't know how that works, but if they're if they're if they're saying if they're coming out with articles that he could go back to school, then I believe there should I believe there is a possibility well, that he could do that. Could he like drop out of school, like pinned away through the season, and then be a free agent for basketball and sign with the Knicks? Holy fucking shit! Imagine. I think he wanted to be a Nick because oh, I think absolutely. it was all supposedly he like stormed out of the the lottery thing because he well, wanted to be a Nick. They showed him after the after they after the, everyone was um after all the, after the order was picked they showed yeah. Zion on on screen and he was like kind of smiling but it was kind of awkward. He wasn't then, happy. You know he wasn't happy. No, and I think I think only because too this kind of heightens this kind of heightens the um the. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the word on Anthony Davis requesting a trade. Supposedly, if they do draft Zion, he still wants to be traded. Still wants to be traded? Yeah. Really? After getting Zion? If yep. that uh, Zion's got some, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Is 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 he's is, just fade away? Because I feel like nothing lasts in New Orleans. Says Anthony. Davis. I mean, they got rid of they had Rajon Rondo, got rid of him. They had Chris Paul, got rid of him. Yeah. They had Demarcus Cousins. He left. Anyone I mean, else? They're that that team has been known for killing players. Supposedly off, they want to move to Seattle, mm. so he's really going to be a nobody. He's going to be a forgotten soul in the NBA. I don't know, man. I mean, can you imagine? Can you even imagine if the Pelicans let Zion go? They take Morant first overall, or Barrett. I would hope so, but then Zion would be on the Grizzlies. We're gonna trade. You think the Knicks are trading up? I'd get rid of Kevin Knox and my third pick for a second round pick. First, second pick. Well, even if even if that's the case and Zion gets picked first overall, I mean, we could end up with Morant. Yeah, but right now we're projected with Barrett, and I'm. RJ Barrett's not that bad. No, he's not that bad, but he's he played pretty bad without Zion. True. So I don't know how good Barrett is by himself, being that star to come in. But again. 
He was because also the number one prospect and best coming out of high school. With besides he, Zion. Well, he was projected as the first round pick last year, Barrett. Yeah. Now all of a sudden he's third. I'm okay with it. I I would be okay with drafting Barrett if the Knicks made the moves that they're supposed to make in the offseason. Yes, I'll, that then I would be okay with that. If Barrett has players like KD, Kyrie, I'd rather have Jay Morant with those two. I would rather have Jay Morant too. But again, Zion goes first overall. It's going to be Morant to the Grizzlies. Imagine that big three though: freaking Irving, or maybe Kemba, Oof. Zion and KD. Oof, man. They still got DeAndre Jordan center. Yeah. I would be super ready for the season if that. But the Knicks need to make the moves they need to make. Supposedly, Kevin Durant, since he's 100%, he's recruiting Mm. players to come to New York. He should. So. I think KD needs the help. Well, like I I mentioned, I don't think KD is all that. I mean, he's he's an amazing player, but he's not, like, the player to center your team around. He's, like, the leader player. If there's one player I would center my team around, it's definitely 100% Giannis. Oh my God, dude! Freak, one thousand percent freak. It's gotta be. But supposedly there is a protest outside the Staples Center to trade LeBron. That's not. That's not gonna happen. I think Genie Bust is looking into it. Mm. Yeah. What kind of price tag are you gonna put on him? You have the you have the fourth pick in the draft too, so you get a lot. You trade that fourth overall pick. I and LeBron for the first pick? I can't fucking believe a two percenter got up there like that. That's stupid. Uh, two six me. six and then fourteen. Retarded. Fucking crazy. They should have made it like okay, three of the worst teams. So fourteen, fourteen, fourteen. It should have been like twenty seventeen, fifteen. Something like that. Then it goes down from there. Yeah, but I mean if if it was still two percent, six percent, six percent those percentages might not have made a big, a big difference. Yeah. What would be the best case scenario that we moved up to second if we had 20% as opposed to 14? Better change you never, first. You never know. How much of a difference? That, even if we had 25%, like last year's ruling, do you really think that we might have ended up? If you take the 14%, the three of them, and you add up the percentages. Yeah. That's what? What are you trying to do? Six? 42? 42%? Yes. Uh, the, all three 14s. Yeah, it's 42. That's still, there's more percentage of the rest of the field to get that spot. Yeah. It's a bigger percentage for that. That's what I said. If you do like 20, 17, 15, it's 52%. Right. As it should be. Right. The top, th- the top three worst teams should have be a better percentage to win. Absolutely. Yes. Like the 76ers were a 1% chance to make a top four pick. Yes. That's fucking ridiculous. It's, yeah. They were literally in... The, uh, the conference finals. Mm-hmm. So that's stupid. Conference semis, whatever. It's crazy. Ah. I don't. I don't really. NBA's I don't. Stupid. I don't really like the system as it is. But I gotta say, if every system was like that, they'd be fucking nuts. Yeah. But tonight, tonight we have game one, Toronto versus Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, the line is two. 117 and a half points, the over under, and Milwaukee's favored six and a half. I can't wait to see Giannis versus Kawhi. It's gonna be a good matchup. I cannot wait to see it, man. I think he might shut him down. I think Kawhi might shut him because he's a great defender. He really is. Would they be would they be going up against each other though? Yeah. He's like a small forward, power forward. Okay. All right, well. 
I, I can't wait. It's gonna it's gonna be awesome, dude. It's gonna be awesome. These next the the, the semifinals are these, these four teams are exciting to watch. Yes, they are. So Curry I, Curry versus Curry. I, I feel like that's, that's the all, big story. That's line. all it's gonna be though. Curry versus Curry, even though he's yeah. he's playing off the bench. I, I think Steph Steph's better player of the two. Uh, I would hope so. But they are going. But there are they are going to go against each other the entire time. Yeah, it's all about the parents in that series more than the game. Awkward. This is awkward. Yeah, very awkward. Watch. You think uh, game two now? You're going to see the dad repping repping the Seth. Nope. They said they rep rep it for the entire series. Really? Yep. They fl- flip for it. This is awkward. Well, they literally did like a a live video on Instagram. They flip for who's wearing what. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hmm. So. Did did anyone did any of them seem upset about what, who they got? No, <laughs> I would hope. Not. I think the mother immediately went up and chose the Blazers jersey. I would hope not. Yeah, Dell's wearing Seth Steph's jersey. <laughs> All right. Can you imagine if they flip forward and the dad got Seth, and he just like looked disappointed? Imagine. Shit, man. I mean, I know my mother would be disappointed if she had to choose between me or my other brother. Shit, man. She definitely would not pick me. So. Oh Jesus! Well, that's that's awesome. We got a lot of good thing. We got a lot of good stuff to look forward to for yes, basketball. 100%. That's that's great, man. So, and we said it too. Like the hockey hockey playoffs have been amazing. Basketball has been kind of amp, but now it's kind of shifting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shifting a little bit. Now there's hockey a lot more. Hot, now it's ice cold. Uh-huh. Oh uh, Jesus! Yeah, there. you like that? Oh. Throw that right in there. Drop a bomb. Wow. Look at you. That was, wow. it, was, it was smooth. It was smooth in transition there. All right. You like that? Cool. But definitely the best series so far is San Jose versus St. Louis. Oh, my God. That was such uh, – I mean, the series is tied 1-1 yep. now. Dal- uh, San Jose blew him out the first game, like 5-2. to two. And the second game was, was really good. Yeah. Sharks uh, – the Blues came out early, scored early. Mm-hmm. Held them 1-0 for a while. And then – that was two zero. Then it ended up being tied. It was it was a great it was, it was crazy anything game. Anything hockey. I love anything. I love these hockey playoffs right now. Anything but like like we said on Sunday though, Stanley Cup Finals. If it ends in a sweep or a blowout, it's gonna erase the whole playoff scenario. Yes. Yeah. But now we got the Bruins of three zero on the Hurricanes. It erased everything. You literally man. had it's a racing. The Hurricanes go games seven games against the defending champs, the Capitals. Sweep. Who they sweep? Uh, the, the Islanders. Islanders. Clean sweep. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. they're down three zero against the Bruins. But if you think about it, if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup, three out of their four major teams of all one ring, like a championship this season. Red Sox, Patriots. Yep. Bruins. They were going for the cl- clean sweep if Boston stayed in it. Fuck. Yeah. That's fuck that. Fuck Boston. Yeah. Buck Boston. Yep. Well, I well, I mean basketball to me right now is a little bit more exciting. But hockey's still pretty good. Yes. Hockey's been insane up until this point. Now it's kind of hit a little bit of a wall. But once the finals come up, man, oof. That's where it gets oof. intense. Let's go blues though. Yeah. I like the Blues a lot. I would take anybody in the West right now. I just don't want to see Boston win. Well, you're guilty or not guilty on Sunday was whoever wins the West. Yeah, that's what I said. So 
So I always feel like the Western Conference is tougher in every sport. Oh, and I, I, looked, I looked up what you asked me last uh, on Sunday when you asked me if, if the Raptors win, Toronto wins, do they go to the White House? They, they, oh, do, yeah. they do go to the White do House. Do they? Yes, okay. because there's – it's like I said, it's a National Basketball Association. It well, is, they play in America. Yeah, they, America. yeah, mostly, yeah. But even though they are a Toronto team, they still would be visiting the White House. Okay. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that in there. But that if I was somebody, funny I'd wear about. like a Canadian flag suit to the White House. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hundred percent. Or just not show up. One or the other. What is this? Toronto? I'm not going to get into that again. <laughs> I mean, why would you want to miss out like a a free fast food meal like Burger King, Taco Bell, Big Macs, all that galore. shit? From that's what he serves when he you go to the White House. Why? What? Such a weird. Uh, all right, whatever. So there is something on it why he does it. So I don't know. Make America fat again. Yeah, Maffa. <laughs> Maffa. All these professional athletes—they're just—they're just too damn in shape. <laughs> they have to look like me, okay? Because I'm the best. No one's better than me. Orange. Yeah, or yeah, Oompa Loompas. All right. <laughs> but now, all right. Now we got a couple quick little updates from other sports. Football. There's a lot. There's actually a lot in football right now. Is there? Yes. Okay. Doug Baldwin. Retired. Rip. Yep. Now, does Cam Chancellor, where does Cam, Cam Chancellor go? Um, Come to Pittsburgh. Well, we could we could use the secondary. Absolutely. Although, we did draft that stud. I actually am really excited with the third round pick that we had. Justin Lane? Yes. I actually do like that kid, but we do need help. We still need help in, in, yeah. in, in, in the secondary. Because you can't really trust Sean Davies or... Already burns too much. I was very high on Sean Davis, and then I do like Terrell Edmonds. I do like Terrell Edmonds. Yes, so. he is. He's 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 a lights out safety for yeah, us. Yeah, he's still got Joe Hayden. Not bad. Uh, he's a veteran leadership. He's a that's leader. He yeah, that's what he is. He's not on the field. He can be a little better, but yeah, yeah. No, he is. He is the veteran that we have been needing for since Palomalo left. Yep. Yeah, but well, again, since Palomalo, last person we trade up for in the draft was Palomalo. Yeah, and right. Now it's. Bush. Get the foot making some noise over there. Are you okay over there, man? What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. I'm doing well. All right. All right, cool. Good talk. He's a fidgeter, apparently. Well, just like you, because you keep freaking shaking your foot over there. Yeah, but you don't hear it, do you? I see the mic shaking right now. Do you hear it? No. Then shut the fuck up. Let me do my thing. Yo, check the fucking attitude (laughs) at the door. (laughs) Check it. Motherfucker. I do feel a little better since we started the show. All right, good. I'm not as pissed off. Um, now we also, Jamie Collins. I cannot believe this happened. I'm not surprised. I'm a little surprised. Once a Patriot, always a Patriot. Yeah, I mean, once, once you win that ring, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Jamie Collins is back with the Patriots. Uh, that actually just happened today. That had that um, That article came in one hour ago. Something like that. Yeah. Shit, man. What's he signing for? How many years is he signing for? Uh, brr, let me check. Probably nothing long, whatever. Probably like a year or two, if I had to guess. Because I really don't know. I don't think they have the information for it yet. Because this is this is a breaking thing, as of as of the recording of this show. Okay. Whatever. Fuck them. Fuck the Patriots. Amen, brother. 
Hey, fucking it's whatever. Now we also got the Jets fired their GM. Oh man, riots! Adam Gase, their current head coach, to coach slash GM. This is this is a crazy situation because right after the firing, Gase came out and said that he didn't want to spend the money on uh, Le'Veon. What does that do? What does that do for Le'Veon? All I know is that coach is a fucking robot. He. It's a fucking robot. He's gotta he's gotta be recharged before every uh before every press conference every, or something because he's days. got he's it's 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 astounding to me. They be charged every three days. But what what does this do for, what does this do for Le'Veon? Like your head coach is coming out saying I didn't even want to, I didn't I didn't want to spend the money on I didn't even want him on the team. It's basically what he's saying. He didn't want to spend the money for him on the team. And actually, they kind of if you think about it, they got Le'Veon for a discounted price. Yes, they did, motherfucker. So. What does that do? What does that do for Le'Veon for the season? Is he gonna tank this year? Just do you think, think he wants to play for a coach? Like I don't think he's gonna play as much as everybody thinks. I don't think so either. Is he a first round? Is he's still a first rounder fantasy wise? Oh yeah, yeah. So I just I'm I'm pleased to report right now. Someone just tweeted. So Le'Veon Bell walked away from fourteen and a half million last year with a coach that wanted wanted him, and now will play. For fourteen half million this year with a coach that doesn't want him. Yeah, exactly. So that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent true. Stupid. The Jets are stupid. Fucking. I mean, they. I mean, here's the thing, though. Jets fans have to uh, be so excited about the GM firing. Here's the thing. I was reading about this too. Um, that the Jets. Uh, Here's 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 basically the plan, I guess. Uh, this is uh, Field Yates tweeted this. Number one, let Mike McCagnan run a free agency period in which they spent one hundred and ninety one point two million dollars on Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley, Jamison Crowder, and Henry Anderson. That's the first step. Yep. Second step, let McCagnan run a draft in which they had the third pick overall. Okay. Step three. Fire McCagnan three weeks after the draft. I was literally just reading that as you were saying it. That that is hilarious. The Jets are stupid. I saw something today though. Sean Payton posted a picture of Zion Williams with Zion Williamson in a New Orleans football jersey. I did. I did see that. Imagine he'd be a stud. Of course, yeah. Six eight, fucking like two fifty. Be a house. What would you use him as? Tight end. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did see that. It was pretty funny. So, I, th- I did think that was funny. Well, any, any other interesting stuff? In any case, we'll see. Um, I think that's last about it. S- on Sunday, we um, gave you guys the stipulations of our bet. Yes. Manny Machado's batting average yes. over under two sixty. I took the over. I took the under. Uh, he was just at like two thirty last week. Just to give you an update, Beach Blonde A Rod is shitting his pants right now. Manny Machado is hitting two sixty five right now. Whatever, it's good though because if I dye my hair blonde, I won't see all the grays in my hair. So, well, it's whatever, I'm okay with it. It's gonna be a shame though because I'm I'm gonna grow this I'm gonna grow this beard out. Even right now, it even looks you know it looks full. But by the time baseball season's over, it's going to be a nice lush beard just to keep it the same color and watch you get yours dyed. I'm going to look, I'm gonna look mm. like Odell Beckham. 
I'm not talking about tips though. Like I'm talking full. We're talking full beach. The top of yeah, the entire top of my head. Yeah, the hair I have on the top of my head. Yeah. Are you growing it out? Are you gonna? I mean, yeah, I would like to get it. I nice mean, I like and long. it this long as it is now, but that's yeah, that's a good length. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. a little it's a little moppy, which is what I want. I honestly look like the Spanish version of Corey Matthews. Holy shit. It's a really good reference. It is a good reference. I like that a lot. All right, cool. Just to give you an update, 265 right now. Yeah, whatever. We're going to update you every show. Manny Machado's average. Yeah, whatever. A little theme song? Nope. That doesn't work? No. All right. Um, Another baseball update. Uh, (laughs) Joey Gallo has more career home runs than he does singles. Joey Gallo? Joey Gallo's dead. I'm Joey sorry. Callow, C-A-L-O. No, yeah. Um, he has 100 home runs. He has like 93 singles. That's an insane stat. He's actually he's having a good year this year. Yeah. Definitely a good year. But uh, Chris Sale. Yeah, 17 strikeouts last night. Oof. Stud. Uh, most in Boston history. Do you think this Do you think this kind of indicates him back on track? I Is this the time that Boston I kind of won 80s? It was is don't buy into the hot start, cold starts. Because Seattle got off to a hot start, and now they're like three games under five hundred, something like that. If I think, yeah, but that was expected. The yeah. whole Boston thing that was they're over five hundred now. Yeah, they're over five hundred. But that how that was way more unexpected than Seattle coming out hot. Yes, in my opinion, Boston tanking. They weren't even injured. They were barely injured. Yeah, so I don't know with them. And Chris Sale coming out saying literally word for word about himself. That he sucks. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, I mean, right, currently in the East you have Tampa Bay twenty five and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yankees are twenty five and sixteen, which is impressive because they're so hurt. They're so saying hurt. saying now that Giancarlo Stanton has like a shoulder tear of some kind, something like that. I mean, who knows? Who God knows with them. The Yankees' IL is so and it's so and it's crazy to think about all these injuries that they have, but they're still playing well. I mean, but you would kind of expect it from a team that looks good on almost every position. That is the toughest division right now. Yeah, AL East. But you also have like like you said in the beginning of the season, the NL East is gonna be tough too. You have yeah. Phillies twenty four and seventeen. You have the Mets twenty and twenty. The Braves twenty one and twenty one. And then that's about it. Yeah, or I mean, you got the Cubs, NL Central. Yeah. Cubs are leading, 25-14. The Brewers are two and a half behind. Cardinals are three and a half behind. The Pirates in fourth place are four and a half behind. It's still it's not far to catch up. But I think the best team in baseball right now is, I think, it's either the Dodgers or the Astros. Seattle's, Seattle's leading. They have like a four-game lead. They are now seven games behind. Seven. They're 22 and 23. Astros are 28 and 15. That's, that's brutal. Uh, just, I guess, some minor news from the MLB before we get into uh, everything else we need to do, the guilty, not guilties and stuff. Yep. Um, Zach Greinke left the game early today. Uh, this is hot news. He's getting an MRI done. Well, I don't have him, so whatever. You suck. Um, Edwin Jackson. You still playing? 
Yes, he just got traded again. He broke the MLB record for most teams played for by a single player in his career. I'm going to guess like 14. 14 on the dot. Yep. I was going to guess. Good they, guess. He got. He just got traded to his 14th team. I didn't look at it. I just team. guessed. Where'd he go to like the Braves? I don't know. Uh, it would say it somewhere. I don't know where he went. Who knows? Does it really matter? No. 14 teams. That's it must be that bad if we traded that much. It's insane. So, yeah, we have um, we have what, what what do we have left? We have uh, guilty or not guilty, right? Yep. On this day of sports. On this day in sports. Well, since we're, since we're on baseball right now. Okay. Let's do on this day in sports. It was last year. Because it so happened, I just had to be watching like YouTube videos on MLB brawls, like the best MLB brawls. It went, this went crazy viral too. Like it was, it was the most insane thing I've seen. Yeah. So last year, you had, it was... On May 15th. No, I think it was a couple, I don't know if it was last year, maybe like two, couple years ago. Was it two years ago? Might have been two years it ago. It was the Rangers versus the Blue Jays. You had Jose Batista do a hard slide in the second, late slide. And they start going at it, and he had rough net or door. Just absolutely clock Jose Batista right on the jaw. I mean, it was clear as day. Oh, you man. saw it. it. As soon as nuts. they started swinging... You just see him right hook, just catch him straight in the jaw. You see Batista's face too, just got morphed. Oh my God. It hit him right on the button too. But I got, I gotta give it to Batista. He took that hit and took it like a champ. Took it like a champ. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do you think? Now, what's your favorite MLB brawl? Well, I mean, my favorite instances of things getting tense was is probably going to be the the Clemens Piazza thing. Oh, I could never go wrong with that. You can't, because uh, that was. Uh... <laughs> he said he threw the bat at him. He said, "I thought it was the ball." Like, why are you throw the ball yeah, at him? Come on, yeah, I I get it. I don't know. Clemens was yeah, but Clemens was known to being a hothead. Yeah, but I think my personal brawl, my favorite brawl, has to be Yankees Red Sox. Yep. When Pedro threw down uh, Zimmer there. Oh yeah, that was that was very classic. That was funny. I know which one it is, though. My favorite is the one with, I think it might have been, I don't know which one. They went to the dugout, like Moises Alou. I think it was the Giants. <laughs> it was San Francisco Giants. I think it was Armando Benitez, too, in it. Fuck Armando yeah, Benitez. So, it was, that one spewed all over the field. It's Ugh. great. Or you have, like, uh, the good ones, like the Cardinals and Reds, something like that. But I think it was la- I think it was last year. It was a good one too. It was the Yankees and Tigers. So that's how I got started on this whole little right. brawl thing. So you had someone got hit in the so one player from the Tigers got hit. Then he got hit in the head again. Literally next at bat. Then somebody uh, I think Fulmer hit somebody in the Yankees. No warnings issued. Then I think it was Canely threw behind Cabrera. Then that started. Then it started brought home play between Romine and Cabrera. Then they start going at it. Then Batanzas gets up, drills somebody in the head. I think it was McCann. That started another brawl. And then the Tigers get up again, and they peg somebody else, and that just fucking ensued. It was probably like four innings. <laughs> it was great. That's crazy. Absolutely madness for that game. 
That's a good one. Yeah. I just I just can't can't go wrong with the iconic Pedro Martinez. Don Zimmer. Can't, you, can't, you can't go wrong. For 80 years that, old, why are you chasing after somebody? Yeah. And everyone was going after Pedro. Yeah. Meh. It's not his fault. He defended himself. So. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go with the guilty or not guilty. Got it. Um, I have one. I have one. Um, I didn't really have one prepared, but I just thought of one now. Since we were just talking about uh, Anthony Davis and the Pelicans, and he's still wanting a trade, even though they have the first overall pick. Um, I'm thinking about it. And I'm I'm looking at some some things right now about it, and I think I finally figured out something good. And I've been saying that Boston needs a KD type of uh, leader to make them a little bit better because they are a good team. They yeah. just need that leadership role. My guilty or not guilty is Anthony Davis, who still who still would be requesting a trade. Guilty or not guilty, Anthony Davis gets traded to the Boston Celtics. Not guilty. Nope. Not guilty. Not guilty. I think one of his, one of the teams he said he did not want to get traded to was the Celtics. Really? Yes, because I think for what they did to Isaiah Thomas, they screwed him over like that. So I don't think he wants that to happen to him. And I think his father like put his voice into it, like his own two cents, saying, I don't want they them to do to my son what they did to Isaiah, something like that. So I'm gonna say not guilty to that. Well, there's also rumors, um, maybe not the Celtics. I could change it to guilty or not guilty, Anthony Davis gets traded to the Lakers. That's possible. That's more possible? That's definitely more possible. Yeah. Him and LeBron? Yeah. I think LeBron would want. I think he would try for it. Absolutely. He tried already this season. He tried to trade his entire team for like right. Anthony Davis. So, I don't know. I, I'm still saying not guilty to the Celtics. Okay. Okay. I'm with it. I forgot what mine would be. I forgot mine. Shit. You're a stud. Well, then I'll go. Yeah. So let's talk about Game of Thrones. Oh, here we fucking go. All right. Here we go. It, so I'll try to input. You didn't I, watch I, it? No, man. Dude. I still I I know what happened. Dude. Get with the program. Spoilers. Bro. Spoilers All ahead. All right, yeah, spoiler alert here. Okay. Spoilers ahead. So last episode was very intense. Yes. For those who've watched it. So I'm gonna say uh this. Guilty or not guilty. Okay. Arya kills Daenerys Targaryen. I'm going with not guilty. Oh. Okay. Why so? And here's why. Uh these writers have been um pretty uh, it's 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 been it's been interesting because ever since the show went off book, the show has become more of a TV show. Whereas the predictability of the show has been a little bit more easier to predict. Uh, Arya Stark already had her moment with the Night King. Um, She had a little bit of a moment in this last episode when she was um, going through everything that the common folk were going through when when King's Landing was burning. That whole scene scene of her running through um, the streets of King's Landing... That whole sequence was just unbelievably shot. She didn't get it. Everyone expected her to kill Cersei. That didn't happen. Uh, I'm saying not guilty for her killing um, Daenerys because I don't think she'll even get close enough to Daenerys to even 
get involved with that at all. But I think it's going to be more of a a predictability factor. I think they're setting it up for John to be killing Daenerys. I thought about that too. But, uh, I but I, then but then I thought John he. I don't know. I, I think he he would want to, but I don't think he would in the end. He just seems a little too soft as as, as a character, you know. Well, the writers. I mean, it was supposed to be. It was the building up for the Night King. It was building up for Jon Snow taking on the Night King and killing the Night King. Jon Snow was going to be the, guy, the the one to kill the Night King. That didn't happen. Now that Arya killed the Night King, everyone's saying that Arya is going to kill either... Everyone said Arya was going to kill Cersei. That didn't happen. Everyone said Jon was going to kill the Night King. That didn't happen. Now everyone's saying that Arya uh, is going to kill Daenerys. Or Tyrion. You saw how he how he was. He saw what was going on. Could happen. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking uh, Tyrion's on borrowed time. I think uh, I think we lose him next episode. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to find. Is out. Is it next week the last episode? Next week is the last ever that episode. It is. Yes, last yeah. episode of the series. Uh, you were wrong over the over under. Four characters dying. Yes, I was. You were wrong. The Clegane Bowl was fucking yes, epic. Yes, that was that intense. was to me the most satisfying part of the episode. Very, very cool. Very cool. Another f- satisfying part of the episode last week was fucking Tyrion's face when Danny started burning everything. His, did you see his That's shock what I'm on saying. his face? That's what I'm saying. I saw that and I thought to myself, well, maybe, maybe he'll be the one to take her down. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I mean, he he would be the one that could get close enough to do it. True. But then again, Daenerys lost trust in all of her people. And she, she also lost her best friend, and she lost Jorah and stuff like that. So really... And she lost two of her dragons, which so was really, huge. So she, really, she lost everything. Yeah. You know? Right. And she and just that, went crazy. And that turned her into the Mad Queen. The Queen of Ashes, which mm-hmm. she has said earlier in the, earlier on in the show that she said she's not here to be the Queen of Ashes. Well, that's a fucking lie, huh? Obviously, that uh, didn't really happen the way it, she planned it. Mm-hmm. But she told Tyrion that if you that if you know one more fuck up and you're done, she uh, he let Jamie he let Jamie loose. So maybe Tyrion's on borrowed time, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll find out. But how many people do you... I mean, there's... How many people do you think are left in King's Landing to even support her as queen? I don't even know. Because the last, the last thing that we know is that we see Arya... First of all, Arya should be dead. She should have died at least two times in that episode. Tell me how in that scene how, how everyone else died and she just went around the side of a building and cert- and like lived through that. I, I, she I don't, did that twice. I, I just, I don't understand that, but Hey, you know, I was thinking when I saw it, what, the funny part was that when I saw the last scene of her riding off from the white horse, uh, riding off on the white horse, um, kind of riding off into the light. I thought that she died and that was like her death scene. Right. I could see that. And then the preview came on, for the next week, and Arya's just standing there in the preview, and I'm like, oh, well, well, fuck me. <laughs> there goes that idea. Right, because, yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. Like, oh, shit, she died, and this is what's happening. But then 
you're right. The previews came on, and she's there like, okay, fuck that. That's down the tubes. What tubes? Do you see any tubes? What tubes? What the fuck? George Carlin. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I don't... Next week, it, I mean, obviously next week is the last episode. It's gonna. It's obviously going to be one of the biggest episodes. Um, did I... Did I like this this past week? Did I enjoy it better than the Battle of Winterfell? Uh, a little bit, yeah, because there was a little bit more implication in in the episode. Everyone's freaking out about Jamie and Cersei how they how they left. Um, personally, uh, I don't mind the death. I have to disagree with that because. It was a little too easy how that happened. I like I, I think she deserved more than just that. Yeah, and that's what everyone's saying that she deserved more. But I think it was more. Yeah, you you say easy. I'm saying it's a little bit more realistic how it happened, because not every not every death is as expected on a TV show, and as it should be, it was an unexpected way of how they they perished. It was unexpected, which I think is what the show is going for. It wasn't the way that everyone wanted, but it was the way that, you know, it could naturally happen. True. I was expecting when Jamie met up with her in in the map room that maybe he would just slice her down there. Now, what about Jamie getting stabbed twice and then all of a sudden he, he's able to do Yeah, all of a sudden he he's all hunky-dory, uh, able to basically carry Cersei to but, the basement. I don't know. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a show. You know, so yeah, exactly. It is a show now. It's right. off books, right. so it was, now yeah. it's a TV show. So now they're gonna try to do unexpected things that are gonna they're it's gonna ultimately piss people off, like most shows have. Well, I'm I'm I can't wait to see what's gonna happen in this last episode ever of Game of Thrones. I'm very excited for it. Should be good times. Um, did you figure out you're guilty or yes. not guilty? All right, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the Boston Red Sox will win. No, will surpass the Yankees by the also break in record. Hmm. They're four games, three and a half games behind them now. Well, if it's any indication by what Chris Sale did yesterday, if that really is the turning point of the season for Boston, they're going to be an unstoppable force for the rest of the season. Yep. They have the potential to be. They have the potential to run away with the entire season. JD Martinez caught fire. Yeah, it's caught fire. Mm-hmm. Still no Mookie Betts though. It's all right. He's still kind of murking. Um, I would say because uh, the Yankees aren't injured, you never really know if they're just catching fire just to catch fire right now, and then because the injury bug is there, definitely there for them, but it's not really plaguing them. Yeah. I'll say guilty on that. Okay. I can see that happening. I, me too. Because especially, I mean, right now could be the turnaround for them. Absolutely. I can see it. Chris Sale throwing 17Ks after sucking all year. I think this is... Is that his first win? Might have been his first know. win. I don't actually know. But 17 strikeouts. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Well... Who's the strikeout leader for the most in a game? Mm. Are you asking me that like yeah. I would know that off the top of my head? Yes. Cubs pitcher. There's a Cubs pitcher. Did our, he did in our generation. Lester? Nope. Hendricks? Nope. Keep going back. Think like... 
I'm sure we played with Mark Pryor days. I don't know. Carrie Wood. Like oh, Carrie Wood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Cool, man. So I think that was a great, great show. That brings us to the end of our show. Hope you guys had a great listen. It is obviously May 15th, Wednesday. We'll see you guys next week, May 22nd. Peace. Keep on preaching on.